0: You had mentioned Appalachian hiking. Last time you were on, there were some crazy stories I remember. (laughs) There are a lot of crazy stories, that's for sure. There's a lot of, there's a lot of strange people on those trails. Uh, (laughs) It's, uh, it's, you know, it's a 2100 mile trail. You start in Springer mountain, Georgia and you end in Katata Maine. And, um, I met people from 15 different countries and you had a chance to talk with them and what that was about and what they're doing. And, uh, the thing that was most interesting, Scott, was the the, the the chances that people would take and that would lead to their death. There was a guy from, I think was from Finland, and he should have never have done it. And we were up at the 6,000 foot mountain area up there. And you never want to go to the edge mm. of the mountain to look around. And um, he did. And we're not sure if he... Passed over, or did it slip off, or whatever, and uh, several of the ones went back down the trail, and and got his Bible, uh, got his body, and took him to the uh, ambulance. But it was too late. So mm-hmm. there would be people that well, there was another, there was even a story. I mean, it's an example of when you're out there, you don't do something and disobey because you will pay your price. Uh, this lady didn't follow their trail like she should have been. And you, like I said, when you see like in Maine in particular, it's ninety percent forested. If you mm-hmm. get off the trail, uh she did, and um it was months later they found her in their tent, and I guess she just gave up and wrote notes to her family and died in her tent. you know, mm-hmm. so it does remind you when you're you're hiking on this and wherever else, if you violate the rules. You will pay the cost for that. Mm. And some people were not carrying their water like they need to, and they got dehydrated, and they were kind of losing their. When you're dehydrated, your thinking goes gets get flawed. And so some people were then helping them and trying to get them back out of there. But uh, yeah, I think it was a great reminder that uh, you violate the, the laws of, of of nature for your life, then you will pay the price.
1: Mm -hmm. Missy, how did that affect you? I mean, obviously, he's gone for a long period of time. You weren't on the trail except for a little bit with him. So how, how did that, you know, over that period of time, how did that affect you? Well, one thing that really helped is we decided before Ray did the trail that I would fly up at the halfway point to see him. So he had been hiking for two months. July 4th, I fly up to Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, and we spend a few days together around July 4th. And that really helped. But when it was time for me to leave and go home after that trip, it was really hard for Ray emotionally Mm. as I'm pulling away to go back to the airport. So he calls that night and says, I'm done with this trail. I've experienced it enough. I'm going to quit now and fly home. And at that point, I knew if he quit, he would always regret that. And physically, he's a beast. So I knew he could finish it. No problem. So I said, OK, hun, why don't let's pray about it. Why don't you walk for one more week Don't make a decision at the height of emotion, which none of us should ever do. (laughs) Right. And he said, "Okay, I'll walk for seven more days and see how I feel. And after a week, he said, yeah, I need to finish this trail. Mm. So I'm glad glad the Lord gave me that prompting to just encourage him to continue. I stayed busy with the grandkids. I had nice friends from church come help me mow my lawn. Uh, Josh is one of those. Uh, I stayed very busy. Um, I was able to teach a high school summer girls Bible study and it went by pretty quickly for me knowing I would see him at the halfway point. And then after that point it was eight more weeks and he was home by mid-August. So.
0: Well, part of it was mostly Missy Missy, but Boy, the total hike for me was 119 days, and you feel like you're going back in time. And what I mean by that is you have to make sure that you stop your stream and get your water. Uh, You have to make sure that you stop somewhere and get your food. You can't get too much food. You have to walk everywhere you're walking, and you're thinking, it wasn't that long ago. That's life. I mean, maybe you had a horse or something, but otherwise you you know you didn't have that so you really feel like you're going back in time and, and it kind of it kind of weird you out i mean you know. mm. so a lot of a lot of got people were experiencing that as well and there were a lot of people that didn't wasn't just because the difficulties of the trail but they just felt a lot of them felt lonely and and you would be you would be out sometimes hiking in for you know, three, four, five, six days, you may not see anybody here just mm. hiking on the trail. You know, mm. well, some people left the trail because it was a park ranger at one point. Team came through the trail and said, we're having trouble with a bear. We think some people had some food out. He got the food. And so we think he's now looking for people. And uh, I only, only had one problem when I was from here to the, the wall there, a bear cub was coming down the trail. And they're, they are cute, but I knew <laughs> when they come down the trail. They're kind of like, <laughs> the trail, kind, of, kind of laughing everything else but i knew ooh, if the bears bear cubs here mama's bear so i backed up off and i raised my hiking poles and tried to look really big and sure enough off the trail to the left i hear this and uh she comes out and uh, she sees the, her bear cub who had gone now up the tree and i was wondering how am i going to get by this trail with that bear cub there and since i was backing up uh i think she looked at me but I don't think she felt threatened. She looked up in the tree, saw her her uh, bear cub and and he comes down and off they went. I went, whew, that was a close one, you know." Yeah. But uh that there are people that, that had any kind of experience with a with a moose or a bear or anything like even just even just seeing one that scared them and they would get off the trail. So
1: mm. You know, a lot of people have told Ray and I agree that he should write A book about his experience hiking the Appalachian Trail. It really turned out to be like a short-term missions trip, just sharing Christ. And what I think you discovered was so many people hike this trail looking for therapy or healing from a hard life, and they get to the end of the trail and they haven't found it. Mm. They've accomplished a great physical goal, but... I think Ray really made it a point to share Christ and pray for people. A lot of hurting people thought hiking would take away the pain, and they ultimately need Christ um, for yeah, that.
0: Missy remembers that. I told her the story. I was crossing the bridge or river. It was beautiful. And there was a young lady, probably in her 20s, uh Katie. Was her name i think and i and she was on the bridge and i thought she was looking down the river and seeing it with the beautiful but when i got there she was crying and i thought you know maybe something happened she hurt her leg or knee or something else and i said are you are, you know are you okay or everything else and i said if i need can help you or anything else i said i'm a believer in jesus christ and so you're, you're safe you don't worry and then that's when she said that she was on the trail because her mom and dad divorced Her dad moved to Hawaii and said, I never want to see you again. Mm. And her mom, she said, was often angry and was always often yelling at her. So here she was in her late 20s. Dad says, never want to see you again. Mom's always angry. And I told her, I said, well, when you get to one of the um, uh, shelters and stuff, sometimes the the Gideons will put Bible there. I said, go to the Gospel of John and, and, and you'll find that where it is. And you will have this hope, Katie, that that Jesus loves you despite what you're feeling from your family or what you're like but you do have Jesus Christ who loves you and she said she was going to get the bible and see that but she just felt hmm. abandoned i mean Dad sure. says, never see me mom's nuts and so she was hiking the trail just to get away from it all yeah so i mean you're always doing family ministry even on a hike yeah <laughs> yeah well it was it was an, it, the one of the things that would worked every time when i'd see people or everything else and whatever else it usually went simple Uh, I would see someone start talking, and can I pray for you? Hmm. If they didn't want prayer, fine. I wasn't going to do that. But there were, and in that course of the timing, the prayer, you would find stuff like the other thing that was really powerful, these two sisters, and between the two of them, they had eight husbands. So, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I mean, you couldn't be like, Hmm. and two of them, both of them, their husband, two of them, um, two, two, and two, both husbands died. And the other two, two were, the husband's divorced him. But I, I was like, wow, four husbands for each of them. And because of the pain associated with them, they're hiking the trail to try to get away from them. Mm-hmm. So uh, you get a chance to, like I said, you could pray for people and stuff like that. And so that was that was uh, a, a, a rich opportunity, and I'm glad to have the opportunity to do that. Did, did you have any, uh, I mean, you were out there, it sounds like. Four months? Yeah. 119 yeah. days, yeah. Were there any pervasive thoughts that you, looking back, maybe you had more of one thought than any other thought? Just a constant? Did, are you understanding my question? Yeah. Was there a theme in your mind?
1: Because you have all that time to think. Yeah, sure. So quiet.
0: <laughs> the theme on my mind, I tell you, there was a prevailing theme that Spare Scott was, here you are. Like we shared with some of the guys, Psalm 191 says, the heavens declare the glory of God. I mean, you're out there and you see the heavens and the clouds. And and yet some people are like, I got to go up this hill again. How much longer am I going to be on this trail? And what do you think I'm doing? This is not any fun. It's like, wow, here you are. You see all of God's beauty. And all you do is gripe and complain and moan. I mean, hmm. so it is with human heart. Who's was, you know. You're never happy by anything, mm. but, uh, but it just stunned me because, you know, like I said, you go up the mountains, you look down there, you watch a sunset. To me, it was breathtaking. And again, I would just stop and I would pray and say, thank you, Lord, for the beauty of the earth and for the, all that your creations and all the things that I see. But the people that were not believers, they were just complaining and griping about everything. I felt like saying I, I didn't, but I wanted to say, why are you even hiking the trail if all you do is complain about hiking the trail? Does't make sense? But I think you it. were
1: able to enjoy each day and have a daily focus and a lot of people, I think just wanted to get to the finish line right. and that was their goal. They didn't care about enjoying the process right. and that's a good life lesson too um, how to live our life seeking versus kingdom for each day right. Um, so I think you really enjoyed each right. day on the trail. Well,
0: and I'll give you another example of so Swear entries your question, Scott. So sometimes you'd be in the shelter, and you the shelters were by springs. So I'd set my tent up there, everything else, and the next morning, early, early in the morning, uh, the birds—they are all talking, to everything else—and this guy in the tent is shut up. It's like. <laughs> Come on. I mean, this is it, their home. <laughs> this is their house. And they're singing their song. You know, I loved it. And this guy mm. is shut up. It's like, see, there's an example I'm talking about. I mean, here is the beauty. Here's what's happening. Instead, just griping, complaining and moaning about what's what's going on. It's like, mm. there you go. I was going to just say the the reason they go on a trail. So they have something else to complain about. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, thanks for uh, watching this short with us today. And if you like it, check out our full episodes on our uh, channel and website.
0: Uh, We'll put those in the links below. And as always, Scott, like and subscribe. Or subscribe and then like. Whatever order you want, really. Whatever order you like. Thanks. (laughs)